Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Dustin Bass. And I'm Alan Joaquin. And we are the Sons of History. Now, you have chosen a fine time to meet us um, because we have a very special and fun episode ready for you. But before we get started on that, books and movies. What have you got, Alan Joaquin? Uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. It uh, doesn't have much of a story that you can understand, and I think they did it that way on purpose. Um, I did a little bit of research on it, because when I watched the movie, I wasn't exactly sure what all happened, and read a bit about it, and they intentionally, Arthur C. Clarke and Stanley Kubrick decided that we're going to intentionally leave more questions than answers, so... Mm. You know, like uh, the monolith, where did the monolith come from? Uh, what happened to uh, Dave Bowman at the uh, end of the movie? So I found it entertaining. It's uh, very visually stimulating, and the music is fantastic. But yeah, you'll walk out of there kind of confused. But it's still an enjoyable movie nonetheless. All right. So... Um, no, you know, that, that's my... Uh, that's that's my, your movie selection. That is my movie selection. You got a book that you want to recommend to our listeners. Yes, yeah, an interesting book, um, although I can't think of the name of it right now. <laughs> who, who wrote it? <laughs> it's a story about a guy named Victor Belenko. And uh, I'll, in fact, I will look it up right now. Uh, Victor Belenko was a Soviet pilot who defected in the 70s when uh, Ford was president. And he flew a MiG-25. The Actually, the book is called MiG Pilot, come to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we can hear yeah. you typing. Yep, <laughs> yep. It's called MiG Pilot, and it's about uh, how Victor Belenko, who flew the MiG-25 Foxbat, which at the time many thought was the most, um, was probably the best uh, fighter in the uh, world, and uh, George H.W. Bush was actually involved in this because uh, he was uh, he was out in the Far East at the time, and uh, well, actually, he was the director of Central Intelligence at the time, I should say. But he flew the plane from the Soviet Union to the uh, Japanese islands, and uh, so uh, we just kind of went through the MIG, yeah, to see what it was made of, uh, what made it so great, and then. Uh, we gave it back to the Soviets after we got all the information we wanted. So needless to say, in those days, it was Russian collusion. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to call it collusion, and I don't know if you'd want to call it Russian because they were Soviet. But uh, well, okay. But uh, yeah, it would have made uh, you know the Brezhnev, who was the president at the time, really, really, really angered him. Kind of like how uh, we see some of the anger in the uh, House of Representatives because uh, the Mueller report uh, gave them nothing. Unbelievable. How dare it come through like that. All right, here, well, here are my choices. Um, for my movie, it's a cool movie that um, I watched back in the day. It's called Ronin, starring Jean Reno and Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Um it's a really fun movie. I, I like movies like that to where it's uh, like former CIA, former military officer, you know, former military guys come together type of thing. Uh, it's a fun movie to watch. And speaking of your movie selection, 2001 A Space Odyssey, so I told you that I'm on my trek 
of going through the American Film Institute's top 100 movies. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch 2001 A Space Odyssey. And what'd you think? I could not get through the monkey scene. Like the gorilla scene, couldn't do it. I was skipping, skipping, skipping. And did I'm you, like, did you there are humans in those things. Like, I can't, I'm not getting past that. Well, well I didn't even want to get it. I thought it was asinine. And I go, you know, listen, Stanley Kubrick, I'll sit through The Shining because that's a great movie. But by God, I am not sitting through 2001 A Space Odyssey. Now, I know it's one of the top 100 movies, so it's got to be good. But I'm like, you're not going to insult my intelligence, but have, having these gorillas just running around acting the fool. And then all of a sudden, they're just smashing skeletons. And I know that has to be symbolic for something, but I kept skipping through, and I didn't want to take the time to even figure out the symbolism. This movie was made in the 60s. They didn't have computer-generated, you know... It's not even that. Even if it had been really good computer-generated gorillas, I would have been... I'm going to skip on over to something else. Well, you know, they wanted to use the the name of the uh, apes or ape men or whatever were called Australos something or other. Uh, They lived in Africa four million years ago. But see, those people were naked and they didn't have much hair. Naked and afraid. Okay, right. you know what? I don't well, want to get well, into no, this. Hold on, no, hold on. no, we're no, done. No, you want to talk about gorillas? No, I'm, you I'm, want to talk about gorillas? I'm trying to explain that they would have given them an X rating. That's why they chose to use hairy gorillas. They had no choice. So it wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been able to make it. No one would have been able to see it if it was an X rated movie. Well, I think it's. Understood that Stanley Kubrick had some issues. Well, he had some issues. Eyes so wide did... shut. You kidding me? Oh, that was. Uh... I never watched it. That was actually. An interesting I didn't want to movie. get my mind blown. It was an interesting movie. Exactly. I liked it. All right. Well, here's my book selection. Go ahead. American Lion. I read this. Uh, I think a couple of years ago. It's a biography by John Meacham on the life of Andrew Jackson, and I highlighted a lot of stuff in that book. Uh, there was a lot of really good um, information about Andrew Jackson, his mindset, his upbringing, um, and how he was how he was raised and how that affected him moving forward into his presidency. It was it was a really interesting book, and I think it was it was definitely one that's that's worth reading. Well, you know, uh, they're making a movie or a TV series on the American Lion. I heard, and you know who's in it? Your best friend. I am quite upset that they're going to put Sean Penn Mm -hmm. as Andrew Jackson because Sean Penn is on my list of someone who I will absolutely not watch. I don't care, with the exception of Fast Times at Ridgemont High or maybe Bad Boys because those were back before he started going nuts. But um, started praising Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez, yeah, yeah, the Venezuelan system. Now I saw him on uh, David Letterman, and when Letterman questioned him about the censorship and the crackdowns that were taking place on dissidents and free speech, Mm -hmm. Sean Penn actually defended it. And I remember watching Letterman, who himself is on the left, look very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, are you serious? So, and he's representing Andrew Jackson. And he is representing Andrew Jackson. Yeah. And I can't help but wonder if maybe he's doing it out of spite, kind of like when Jane Fonda, who's also on my list, played Nancy Reagan. Very <laughs> It's like eh, Hollywood likes to dig their dig a, 
a little dagger into the into your side. And interesting, you should mention Jane Fonda and Sean Penn. Listeners, we're actually doing a little special take uh, on this episode. We're going to be talking about famous people, um, actors, actresses, uh, musicians as well, um, who we will, who we would boycott, or regardless of whatever they would do, we would never boycott. So we've got Sean Penn and Jane Fonda um, out of the way. I'm going to go ahead and start with my selection which I mentioned actually his movie, so you know I'm not going to be boycotting this guy, Robert De Niro. Interestingly enough, now, I'm sure a lot of people on the conservative side are thinking, are you serious? You're going to stick with Robert De Niro after all he's been saying about President Trump and everything and, you know, dropping the F-bomb and saying I'd like to punch that guy in the face. Um, Robert De Niro has been my favorite actor for the longest time. Yeah, he and a, he's just incredible. He's a legend. He's a legend. I mean, not just Ronan. Like, okay, that's like a, a, a sub, you know, subpar movie in comparison to a lot of the stuff that he's put. Goodfellas. Casino. Casino. Godfather 2. I mean. Heat. Meet, what is it? Remember Meet Heat? the Parents? Yeah. yeah Meet Heat the Parents. is my favorite heist movie. It's incredible. Him and Al Pacino. Dude. I remember the first time I watched that movie. I didn't even, I hadn't even, I didn't watch it. We were at a hotel in uh, California and the end of the movie comes on, right? And you, you're in the, in the airplane field, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And they're chasing after each other. Yeah. That one kind of. Dude, yeah. that part, like I saw that, that was the only part that I saw. I got to see the ending and me and my dad were like, oh my gosh. We had to go get this movie and watch it, and later on we we wouldn't watch it. So, well, I had a buddy of mine that wanted me to watch it, so he skipped to the uh, bank robbery scene. Dude, the shootout in the street! Holy cow, that yeah. was probably the most impressive bank robbery I have ever seen in any movie to oh. this day. Yeah, it was an incredible shootout. Listeners, if you haven't seen any of that, look, I understand. Hey, you got problems with Bobby, but we don't. We do, but we don't. So, um, that's the guy on my list where I wouldn't boycott. Do you feel the same way? I will not boycott him. Um, now, if it's that doesn't mean I'll go watch all his movies. Right. But he, here lately, a lot of the stuff yeah, he's been putting out has yeah, not been very of, good. Some of the movies that he's been in lately, uh, in terms of like the Meet the Parent movies, the second one was a little weak. The third one really I didn't even take the time to sucked. see it. Yeah. That one sucked. He's been in some movies lately that's just, they're not that great. No. Um, so I don't know what's going on with him. But anyways, moving on, who's, who's on your, your list? Well, that speaking of Meet the Parents, uh, Ben Stiller is someone that I will still see regardless of what he says. Really? Uh, is that because you look like him? Um, well, I mean, you know, as long as he makes good movies, people will say, hey, you look like Ben Stiller. And then, you know, I won't walk in shame. Yeah. Kind of like Zoolander 2. <laughs> Speaking of shame. Oh, man. But there's that, more to life than what? Than being really, really, really ridiculously good looking. That's right. So Ben Stiller, yeah, he's, he's good stuff. But honestly, from my perspective, I could live without Ben Stiller. He's funny, but he's not, he's not that funny. Another guy that is way off in left field, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I'm done with him. You're done with him? I'm done with him. 
I will I will watch his movies. I watch one. I Dumb and Dumber will always be my favorite unless something really great comes along. Okay. Dumb and Dumber will always be my number one comedy. I love the Ace Ventura movies. Okay, all right. Mask, not so yeah, much. Right, Cable man. Guy, classic. No. Liar, Liar, another classic. Never seen He's it. been in so many great movies. He's just super talented. And every year I watch his version of A Christmas Carol. The, the, the sort of the like the cart not the cartoon but it's uh, the the graphic animation. You talking about the so good. the Grinch? No, I am not talking about the Grinch. Mm. I'm talking about a Christmas Carol. You don't think I know my Christmas movies? I I don't think I've seen that movie. So you're telling me Jim Carrey is off is is boycotted by you? You're, you're not you're not into it. I will watch something that's on TV like Ace Ventura. Or if it's on TV, if it's on TV, Ace Ventura or uh, Dumb and Dumber, those are. I, I do love those movies. First of all, I haven't seen anything that he's come out with lately. Nothing. And he's not funny. He's a bitter, bitter guy. That may be true, but he can still deliver. His bitterness is not going to come out in a movie. I think your bitterness comes out in this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Give me one. Give me your, your selection. Okay. All right. Do you, or you want someone who I absolutely will not it watch? It doesn't or? matter. Throw a name. Who knows? Maybe I won't like uh, him. I'll, I'm going to throw in some someone that I would see no matter what. And that's Henry Winkler. The Fonz. The Fonz. I love the Fonz. I know he's he's got his politics, but I love the Fonz. I love Henry Winkler. I'll give you that. I, I love Henry Winkler, too. It's, uh, I always think of him on Waterboy. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> he's got the high heels on. And he's on he's at like he's on the phone with his mother and he's like, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. I he's that his foot stuff his and the cord's not even connected to the phone. <laughs> he's wearing high heels in that way. Yes. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay, Henry Winkler. I love the guy. It just he's his humor just is so it's it's so unique. I like it when he goes, Water sucks. Gatorade is better. Mm -hmm. Use it on the field. <laughs> It's so stupid. Oh, man. Okay. So I'll give you Henry Winkler, and I will I will agree with that. Um, this may be a shock to you, um, comedian from back in the day. Her, um, her, her career has sort of taken a bit of a nosedive a little bit, um, and I officially now am, am, am not a fan. In fact, I was never a fan in the first place, but I know you want to hear the name. Kathy Griffin. So... <laughs> So I know you grew up a Kathy Griffin fan. So I liked her in that. Uh, I think it was called "Desperately Seizing, Desperately Seeking Susan." Mm -hmm. She was actually pretty funny in that in that TV show. Yeah, yeah. Now she, you know, I it, never liked her voice. The voice just eh, too high pitched. Well, you know, but I don't know how holding a severed head of a president is funny. That's not funny. No, that's a little extreme. I'm going to go with um, Too Far. A bridge too far. She went way too far. <laughs> All right. Who you got? Harrison Ford. Without a doubt. Are you kidding me? Indiana Jones? I will not. Han Solo? You know. Uh, he, I, he could cut off my right arm. And I would, I would still go and be like, hey, you know what? Well, you put out another movie, I'll go see it. Close. Several people in his movies lost their right hands. but you know, Really? Yeah. Luke. 
<laughs> Darth. <laughs> Didn't Darth lose his right hand or was it his left hand? I got. I think he got thrown down. No, that was uh, the other guy. What other guy? Darth killed the guy throwing him down the shaft or the the big. Well, no, Darth. Darth him. Well, when he was Anakin, Anakin lost one of his arms. I think he lost well, everything. Well, no, when 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 Ben Kenobi, <laughs> mm-hmm. when Ben Cut Kenobi, his legs and arms. And that, yeah, all he up. lost. Yeah, he lost. Pretty he much lost everything. more than a hand. Yeah. yeah you got you got to hand it to him. He got roasted. Yeah, Harrison Ford, legend. I'm not gonna. Yeah, forget about it. Um, you know what? Speaking of Harrison Ford, I'm gonna throw this one in there. Sneak attack, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, I know he went on the deep end. I was like, man, this guy's got some anger problems. Yes, yes. he. But he's a classic. Lethal Weapon, Braveheart. Braveheart. Oh, I mean, come oh, on. Mel, what was it? The, uh, the, the Australian movies. Road Warrior. Mad Ro- Max. Yeah, Mad Max. Those are some. Those are some. Gallipoli? Great. Yeah, Gallipoli was good. Yeah. Not as good as Road Warrior. That, no, that, no. That, Road Warrior, he's, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I like The Patriot. Yeah, the Patriot had Patriot. some... Political correctness, you know, he he, he owns slaves. In the movie, he said that he hired all those people. Come on, give me a break. Yeah. The real person that he was portraying, uh, that Marion guy, the Swamp Fox mm-hmm. or whatever, the goat. Yeah, the Swamp Fox, that's that's what it was in real life. His name was Francis Marion, I believe. Don't, don't give me Yeah, some. I think it's Francis Marion. Um, or Marion Francis, one of the two. Uh Real life guy, but yeah, he did have slaves. And then again, he hasn't been bringing out a lot of movies as far as, far as acting, but he has been bringing out some good movies as far as directing. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge, I trust you saw that. Great movie. Very good Great movie. movie. So, yeah, give it to him for that. Um, okay, that was mine. Go ahead. All right. Now, one guy who I, I love, but he's been shooting his mouth off lately, Samuel L. Jackson. Sammy J. Sammy J. I, I don't, you know... Everybody loves Samuel Jackson, and it's hard not to love Samuel Jackson. Don't get me wrong; I don't think he's a very good actor, but I do. I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, how isn't that you, weird? How, like you're supposed to be a, an, an actor, and I don't think you're a very good actor. But I, I love watching you on film because I just think you're so over the top. Well, people pay a lot of money to go see his movies, and I, I don't think anyone. He keeps talking about uh, racism, racism, and it's like, okay, we know your your race, and that I don't think that's stopping anybody from seeing his movies because yeah. everybody, it's like O.J. Simpson. Everybody loved O.J. until he slashed his wife's throat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> too soon? Never too soon. Never too soon. All right. Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, here is an actor and he's, he's on his, on his last leg, but regardless, you mean like Darth Vader? Yeah. That was terrible. That was, that was dumb. I don't like how sometimes you make reference to fictional characters as if they were real characters, like they were real historical figures. You've done that a number of times and I don't like it. Well, Star Wars is supposed to be a historical you know, story happened a long time ago. Galaxy, galaxy far, far, far away. away. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Based on a true story. Are you done? <laughs> That's your After phrase? this podcast, I think so. <laughs> All right. So my, my, uh, my guy, regardless of what happens, whatever he does, Clint Eastwood. Doesn't oh. matter. 
he could set fire to the world. I'm still going to go see that next movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will go see. Uh, I will go see his movies unless they've got like Matt Damon or Matt Damon. Yeah, I think he was in what that Vind- Vind- vindictive or whatever. It was about the South African uh, soccer or rugby team, whatever it was. That was Morgan Freeman. Yeah, but it had Matt Damon in it too. Did it have Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood directed the movie. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like Vin something or other. Invictus. That's the one. There we go. It was so close. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, Outlaw Josie Wells, Unforgiven, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Uh, Yes. Get out of here. Keep going. Yeah, it's endless. Every Which Way But Loose. The arm wrestling movie? <laughs> what? No. You're thinking of uh, Stallone. No. Over the top. Over the top. No. I'm not about, thinking of what Stallone. What about Billy Bronco? Would you go see Billy Bronco? I don't even know what that is, but... It's been forgotten he for was, a reason. He was in an arm wrestling movie, too, with the orangutan. That that Remember? wasn't arm Remember? No, that wasn't arm wrestling. That was fighting. Fist fighting. Was it? Yeah. I always thought it was uh, arm wrestling. No, movie. that was like bare knuckle fighting. Well, you got to use your fists. All right, who you got? Tom Hanks. I will see Tom Hanks. Uh, he could... Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I, I did not go see The Post or Washington Post or whatever that is because... Uh, which will bring up my next person, uh, which would be Meryl Streep mm-hmm. also. I, I love Meryl Streep's movies. Mm-hmm. She runs her mouth off too much, also, but you know, and and the two of them were together in that that Washington Post movie. Yeah. But I, I really am not a big fan of portraying reporters as defenders of the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I think soldiers are defenders of our Bill of Rights more than anything. I think a lot of reporters nowadays are abusing the First Amendment. Of course, that's not like nowadays. I was in the seventies. Correct, but right. and I, I, just, I did watch the post, and it was actually really good. Was it? Yeah. I, I just I don't want to see anything that portrays a reporter. As I was a a, I was a little worried about it. Uh, I was a little worried because I'm like, how are they gonna? You know, is it gonna be twisted? Is it gonna be? It's actually really good. They both played a really good role, and I will go with Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. It doesn't matter what they do. Like, they're just, they're the best. They're the best. I'll still see it if it's on TV. I just didn't want to. You'll see what if it's on TV? uh, That Post movie, the Washington Post movie or the Post, whatever you call it. I'll I'll watch it on TV, but. Well, yeah, I got it on Amazon Fire Stick plug, so I watched it, and it was actually really good. I have AMC. That doesn't even make any sense. It's Channel 657. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about, like. It's Amazon Fire Stick, sort of like Netflix. You could stream stuff. I, yeah, I've got too many Blu-rays to watch. Have I, you watched you know all what? of them? No, I still have like okay, many. Okay, let's move on. Um, here is a guy that I loved, not growing up, because I was already like late teens, early 20s when I was watching him, Stephen Colbert. I loved watching the, the, the Colbert Report. On Comedy Central. Man, I loved watching. He was so good. And to me, I'm like, this guy's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then he became a um, late night host. And he's absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, you have gone on the far end. You've gone on the deep end. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You've just gone nuts. And it's it's the 
I guess you could call it the, the Trump effect. But he has gone completely out of his mind. And what's interesting is I was listening to a podcast by Malcolm Gladwell, his Revisionist History podcast, and he, was, he mentioned the Colbert Report and how people on the left thought that he was for like the people on the left and that people on the right, they're like, no, he's for people on the right mm -hmm. because he just sort of blurred the lines. He played both sides and yeah. it was so brilliantly done. Like I know John Stewart gets a lot of hay, but Stephen Colbert to me was like, man, this, this is the guy. Brilliant. And unfortunately, um, he's now he's gone like way on on the other yeah. side. Like you, there's no doubt about where where he stands. Well, the, and it's just the, it's very annoying. I can't do it anymore. On election night, he was he he shed any uh, image that he may have had that mm -hmm. he was open minded. He yeah he was a cheerleader for Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. and I'm mean, which is fine. Which is fine. I mean, I mean you pick a party, whatever. Yeah, yeah. pick a candidate. But but let me after that it just started going on and on and on. Yeah. On. yeah. yeah. I so. mean, you know, you know, people like people like Tom Hanks. I know Tom Hanks. I know what his his uh, politics are. Mm -hmm. But he he's not in and your I don't face. Care. He's not in your face yeah. about it. Steven Spielberg, same thing. Steven Spielberg. I know he's on the left, but but he's not in your face about it. He no, he's just. I mean, look, the politics you know may differ then mm -hmm. from what from what like maybe a conservative stands for or or believes, but it's like so. Like that's that's fine. You can have your you know political differences. That's whatever. Don't act the fool. Mm -hmm. You know, don't go crazy like some like Sean Penn's. Like where you like you are complete. Common sense and logic have nothing to do with any any of your thought process. Well, compare the two late night hosts, uh, the two Jimmys. You have mm -hmm. Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. Now, okay, Jimmy Fallon. I know he's on the left also, mm -hmm. but he. He's I love not, the guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, now. I, I I think he's brought a lot of energy into the Tonight Show. Mm -hmm. I, I don't find him that funny. I think he's a great entertainer. I mean, the guy can sing, he can dance, he can act. Um, but he's so likable. He he's plays, so he can fun. play. He can play yeah. instruments. Yeah, he he is a lighthearted, you know, funny guy. He really is. But Jimmy Kimmel, on the other hand, the guy who did blackface. On numerous occasions mm -hmm. on the Man Show, yeah, and I think and I think he did on his late night, but I'm not positive on that. Don't quote me on that. I won't. But he has but done. Uh, he has done, he did Carl Malone, uh, making him look like a dumb black guy, mm -hmm. and, and he was he was in blackface. Yeah. He, no repercussions whatsoever. But he just goes on and on and on and yeah. on. It's a, yeah, it's a continual it's it's a, these monologues, yeah. this bleeding heart monologue that he always does, and I'm like. If I'm going to choose, I'm taking Jimmy Fallon every time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I like Jimmy Fallon regardless. So um, my next selection is somebody that I did grow up on. And this is the man. And he seems to be out of his mind a little bit. But Steven Seagal, the glimmer man. See, that's a guy who's above the law. He's and I know he's marked for death. He's marked for death, but he's hard to kill. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Wait, what was that one movie? But that you is? know what? What about that Every, battleship movie? Oh, no. I'm getting into that. <laughs> the thing is, is sometimes we may feel like our lives are under siege. Uh, you know, there was a but sequel But sometimes to it's just the fact that I you're feel on under, deadly ground. I feel under siege, too. <laughs> well played. Give me five on that one. <laughs> 
So yeah, Steven Seagal is the best. He uh, he can beat up Chuck Norris and oh, Jean-Claude no, Van Damme. No, I'm sorry, no, but he can't. No. He would be able he to. Can't, no, he can't beat Chuck Norris. I think so. No. Then your mind is missing in action. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of missing in action, because I haven't seen her in a while, Kathy Bates. Oh, God bless her. I, I like her. There's just something respectable about Kathy Bates. Yeah. She played Mama on uh, on Waterboy. <laughs> the devil. The devil. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. What Mama don't know <laughs> won't hurt her. <laughs> I, I thought she was brilliant in that movie. She was brilliant on uh, Titanic. Um, she was brilliant on Misery. Oh. Uh, Yeesh. Man, that was an uh, intense movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's, she's... I've never looked at a sledgehammer the same. <sighs> I can't follow up on that one. <laughs> she did kind of suck in that um, that remake of the uh, that Klaatu movie. The one where the spacemen came to Earth. I don't know. What had you're Keanu Reeves about. in it? <clears throat> yeah, no. He was. Uh, you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. There was. A- but she is on a on a new movie, The Highwayman, with Kevin Costner and the other guy. I don't know the other guy. So you don't remember the movie where Keanu Reeves was a spaceman that came to like kill off all humanity because they're destroying the planet? Oh, the Earth stood still. That's the, the one. Stood still. That's the one. It's yeah. the remake. Yeah, yeah. I saw a, the original. She played like a general or something like that. I mean, yeah, I'm not. Come on. Yeah. All right. Silly. Um, all right. I, so this conversation sort of got started because I was singing to you the other day. And when you, when you called back, <laughs> I was singing a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh, yes. You're not a fan anymore, correct? He hasn't had come up with anything good lately. What? The last time he came up with anything good was in 1984. That's fine. 1984. They're classics. You tell me you don't want to listen to... five years ago. You don't listen to Led Zeppelin anymore? Well, now, Led Zeppelin, it's because somebody died. That's why it ended. Pink Floyd? Uh, Actually, a couple people died. That's what I'm saying. But you still listen to the music. Yeah, but I saw them... I saw them in 1987 at the Astrodome. And then this is after Roger Waters. Left. Did you ever see Bruce Springsteen in concert? No. And but did you ever? Were you ever a fan? I was a fan in 1984, and that's where it ended. Because he didn't come out with anything good after that. So what, you don't had, like him. You're not one, a fan. He had one. No, I'm not. No, no. And I will not go see him simply not because I don't like his politics. It's just there's, you know, I've heard the Dancing in the Wind or whatever that. Which, by the was way, that, had that shit was that from. Elton John? Dancing in the Wind? No. Uh, candle no. in the Wind. What, yeah, no. What, uh, the, the one where he had that girl from Friends. Debbie Reynolds. No, remember the, the TV show Friends. What was the, the brunette? The brunette, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox, when he pulled Courtney Cox up onto the stage. She's pretty. Dancing in the Dark, or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She does well. Yeah. I always liked her. I used to watch that TV show uh, with uh, Alex P. Keaton. Why do you say family's these most family, random names? Family, the, no, he played Alex Keaton. He was in uh, he was in the Back to the Future movie. What's that guy's name? Michael J. Fox. Yes, thank you. Oh, All right, crying out loud, Alex. P. Why P. is it that some of the most famous names, like Michael J. Fox and Jimmy Stewart, 
you can't remember, but by God, Powers Booth comes around. <laughs> you know that one down. And don't say that Powers Booth is a real famous actor. He is a famous actor. He is an actor, but he's not real famous. He's not an A-list. Dude, the guy was in that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so help me God. If you come up with Southern Red Comfort Dawn. again... Red <laughs> Dawn. He was in Red Dawn. What's the capital of Texas? He goes, Austin. Wrong. Call me bastard. It's Houston. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. My last choice, and this guy um, can get a little annoying um, with the whole climate change thing, um, but Leo DiCaprio. Mm. Good. He's he's so freaking good. I'm going to watch every movie that, you know, not every movie that comes out, but I'm not boycotting this guy. No. You right? know what the best movie that he's ever been in? Yes, I do. What? Inception. I think The Departed, hands down. Yeah, The Departed. The Departed, the Departed I, I, you, was... I wanted to just throw a name out there. Well, The Departed was so good that I went to the very spot where Queenan... Yeah, I remember you yeah, yeah, taking yeah, a picture. I, where, I took a picture right yeah. where he landed on the pavement. Yeah. Yeah, so that I loved The, the Departed. And I loved the way... When Leo was fighting with that, that uh, psychiatrist... She hands him like two pills of whatever it was that he needed. And he goes, what is this? What am I going to do with, with... And he like tosses it in her face. Mm -hmm. He needed like a whole prescription. Yeah. Classic scene. Dude, a ton of classic scenes. The whole movie is classic scenes. They're so good. Like the whole Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg and Alec Baldwin <laughs> thing. Yes. Like that whole going back and forth. Oh, man. Well, the world still needs more bartenders. <laughs> uh, that was a... That's a classic movie. Yeah, but was... yeah, Leo DiCaprio... On the list, not ever getting off. All right, for me, um, everyone that's been in The Walking Dead is going to get a free pass for me. Yeah? Yeah. Everyone? Everyone. I love The Walking Dead. All right. Yeah, they can say what they want. They can do what they want. Uh, fortunately, I have noticed that they are not speaking out, none of the actors. I think that they probably put a muzzle on everyone on the show, but... Um, I just love that show so much that I actually traveled to Atlanta and then drove down to uh, Sonoya, uh, Georgia, where they filmed the show mm -hmm. and uh, looked at, I mean, visited the places, the uh, Alexandria Safe Zone, Woodbury, all the, um, all the different places that you could actually get to. Yeah. And uh, I, I am that big of a fan of that show. Granted, yes, it's it gone downhill a little bit. I do like the ninth season uh, with the whispers coming in. It's but, been uh, nine seasons? Nine seasons. Yeah, they just Yeah, finished. I stopped on like season four because I'm like, hey, guess what? I'm tired of you walking around in the woods all day. Well, uh, well, they, you know, in the fifth, I think it was in the fifth season. They like, oh, it, yeah, that's interesting. Another dead person. Well, I mean, like it's, it's one its, it's course. It, it's, <laughs> that's why I'm they just keep, giving you it, That's time. why the show keeps evolving. It, it's supposed to be you know like what the fall of civilization is with a bunch of zombies running around so well i uh i let that one go a couple of years ago because it just got one i i lost interest and two it got a little too violent all right well that's the end of our show and as always we like to end the show on a scripture and speaking of people who are really good at their jobs, I think this scripture is sort of fitting. Proverbs 22, 29 says, Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. And 
Now, the first part to me on this one with this topic sort of hits home. Like these are people who are really skilled at what they do, which is, you know, entertainment. Sort of like what we do. Educate and entertain. That's right. Um, and pretty so, soon, someday, we will be speaking before kings or presidents. That's right. And hopefully, we'll be on somebody's list uh, for them to boycott. That's a dream come true. <laughs> it is a dream of ours. We want to be boycotted. As soon as I hear that we've been boycotted, then I know that we've made it. Yeah. I can die a happy man. I don't want to die here just yet. I well, I mean, I'm not success. saying, uh, yeah, boycott me and then follow up with a good murder. I'm saying what have you? <laughs> if I get boycotted, <laughs> I can die a happy man late in my years. Oh, there's, uh, it reminds okay. me of, okay, I was going to digress on Herodotus and so on. But yeah, no. please don't. Thank you very much. All right, Alan, where can the people who are listening to this podcast, where can they find us? Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. That's right. And they can also find us on our very own website www.thesonsofhistory.com That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are signing out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. And hey, go ahead and uh, if you have somebody on your list of people that you love so much, entertainer-wise, that you know, hey, regardless of what happened, I'm a huge fan. Doesn't matter. Not going to boycott this person. Go ahead and shoot us a line over at Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Preferably Facebook. We really like it over there. We're super busy on that. So anyways, yeah, and be sure to go like us and follow us as well. And uh, April 18th, we're going to release the video of uh, the last living Tokyo Doolittle Raider. That's right. Dick Cole. Dick Cole. Colonel Dick Cole. The last living. There were 80 men. There's one left. There's one left. We interviewed He's 103. Him. 103 years old. Yeah. So. And um, yeah, he uh, he was the co-pilot in crew number one, so he sat right next to Jimmy Doolittle. So he was also known as Alec Baldwin. Uh, yeah, I still. You know why? <laughs> why do they do that? They, they, you know, and ironically, Alec Baldwin hates guns, but Jimmy Doolittle was. I think he was president of the National Rifle Association. I wonder if Alec knew that. He Poor would guy. probably he probably would still play him, but make him look like an ass. Yeah, probably so. And Alec's real good at that too. I think he is. Yeah. And Alec, eh, sort of on the list of people that I'm probably not going to boycott because I I love everything he does. He's freaking hilarious, and he's a really good actor when it's serious stuff. Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. Pearl Harbor. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. You kidding me? Still... Even though there's that quick. Oh, you've never seen that movie? No, I've not oh, seen it. But but he was in The Departed. He was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. He's just yeah. classic. He unfortunately gets himself. And him and Ben Affleck like, find themselves in good movies. Well, yeah. Somehow, some way. And they're both irritant pests. But speaking of Alec Baldwin, if you've not seen it, listeners, if you have never seen um, Jerry Seinfeld's YouTube series um, in car in in cars with com- comedians getting coffee, I can't freaking remember exactly how it's phrased. I can the remember Alec Baldwin. I can remember Jimmy Baldwin Stewart. Is and you can't remember uh, the name of Je- yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's YouTube series. Yeah. yeah, I apologize. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. We'll talk to you later. We uh, hope to entertain and educate, and God bless you. There we go.